Hey. I told you to leave. Do you have a problem with your hearing? No, uh, hearing, okay. It must be a problem with this old body of yours getting rickety. You don't move very fast. Move fast enough. When necessary. Welcome to the next four Karate Kid Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the next Karate Kid four rickety minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us one more time this week from Hamilton, shot by shot, it's Rose. Welcome back. Hi, I am glad to be back, but I'm sad that this is the last time I will be on this podcast until you do the Karate Kid remake. We're not doing that. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Uh, I, yeah. I don't know so why be- I act like I like it that much because I don't and never watched it. The like remake? That? Yeah. Reboot. I- it's funny. I'm listening to uh, Star Wars Minute, their older episodes going through the original trilogy. And as you know, throughout throughout the original trilogy, they were like people would ask on the show, like, you got to do the prequels, right? And they were like, no, no, and kind of joke. And it, it was like kind of an unspoken thing that, yeah, they're probably going to do the prequels. I just want to put that out there. Do not have that hope, everybody. We are mm-hmm. not breaking down Craig in the Jaden Smith movie uh, minutes at a time. Might do one bonus episode. I'll, I'll just say that. I mean, it's, it's, I'm a completionist, so you know. After we break down the cartoon series uh, five minutes at a time, uh, we'll probably get to that. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. All right. So uh, today we are talking about minutes twenty through twenty-four of the next Karate Kid. They begin with Eric refusing the call to action, and end with Julie climbing to the top of the world. We pick up where we left off on Wednesday, where the students of the Alpha Elite are being trained in the bull ring, which means they get the opportunity to get their butts handed to them by their teacher. Uh, but these feats of strength are interrupted because Alpha trainee Eric McGowan does not want to attack Colonel Dugan. And Dugan says, uh, you have a problem? Um, so let's just open up the floor. Um, Rose, are there any teachers in your school that you'd like to take a swing at if they asked you to? And did you want to name them on the podcast? I'm not going to name them in case they're listening. But, um, yes. Yes. Okay. Think of about three. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt, are, is there anybody on the call that you'd like to take a swing at if they asked you to? I thought you were going to talk. Ask me about my teachers. Your teachers? Were there, there was, any teachers that you wanted to beat up? Yeah, I'm coming for you, Mr. Smith. Oh, <laughs> you sure you want to say that name on the podcast? Yeah, he's probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> Were you at all involved in this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm saying the last time I saw him. <laughs> I'm sure on his way. Uh, all right. This, these, this is comedy, uh, CIA. Uh, please uh, delete the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eric <laughs> Eric proves that he's not a four-year-old man with terrible jokes. He's actually a pretty uh, honorable guy uh, that he says he's like, I'll fight for my family. I'll fight for myself, but I'm not going to step in there just to show – so you can show me how tough you are. Mm. I love that line. Yeah. That, that is like probably the first time I'm endeared to Derek – Derek. <laughs> Eric. You don't, don't even know his name. name. <laughs> oh, Derek. Um. Everybody, everybody named Derek just perked their ears up and was saying, what? Hey, is he talking about me? Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, you're cool too. Um, Eric, listening. <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
I love that Eric not only plays pacifist, but he like points out what Dugan might really be doing here. It's not, it's not that he's teaching anything. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to show him how tough I'm I am. Beat up on kids. Was, yeah. It's because it's easy. <laughs> he's Kramer in the karate class. <laughs> uh, of course, Dugan does take this personally and provokes Eric by slapping him hard across the face. And choking uh, him. Oh, yeah. Then he chokes him. But again, it's like, how long has this program gone? Like, this is like, how has nobody complained about this program at all? It, I mean, we brought it up before, but it, to me, it was just like, he's out and out, like slapping this guy. And then uh, take, uh, Eric takes a swing and then Dugan catches it, grabs him by the throat. And uh, and then Eric is like, decks him. And uh, and then Dugan like does this fake out punch where he knocks Eric so hard he hits the ground. I just the amount of violence in this <laughs> this moment alone is just it, and it, it doesn't seem like Dugan can keep his temper. You know he's he's pretty upset uh, at at a kid fighting back. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if him and Crease are brothers or related somehow. Now Dugan and Crease are related. Yeah, they're both pretty mean teachers. Right. They that went seems... to the same mean teacher school, I bet. That should be a school. I mean, the crowd, aside from, aside from Mr. Miyagi, which they I'd obviously honor in the beginning of this movie and some of the others, but they really make the military guys look really bad because, like, Kreese was a Vietnam vet. Right. I don't even know what Dugan was a colonel of. <laughs> well, I don't, Mr. Miyagi is a vet, too, so... Yeah, he's the only one that, like, they, they, that there's a... <laughs> good um uh light uh, sh- uh spotlight on him <laughs> yeah that's true uh so uh yeah eric is so quickly opposed to dugan it's just like is this his first session has he just been watching training videos up to this point and now it's his first day with the bull ring and it's just like wait what's happening <laughs> like it's so strange that Eric was just defending them and now he's ready to fight them all. Like, like Charlie and uh, I think Ned step up and Dugan has to like tell them to back off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he decks him and he's, and then he, and he's like, he immediately launches into his, like when the enemy is weakest, that's when you destroy him. And uh, it's like, is he, was he ready to just pulverize this kid right in the middle of the school athletic field? Yep. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> That's something Chris would say. Yeah. So make this more believable to me. Maybe we should just consider this is the first year <laughs> that they're like running this program and it's yeah. gotta be. God. Uh but yeah, this is when our buddy Mr. Miyagi finally intervenes. It's like, hey Mr. Miyagi, yeah, he's finally here. That punch well, that, that Ironside um, hit him with is like so uh misses by a mile. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! You're saying like the the stunt work of it? Yeah, like it's it's all good up until that very last punch, the one that's yeah, like yeah. it's their bodies are opened up to the camera, so you can tell that yeah, that's not hitting. <laughs> um, let me go back a minute. Yes, so, please, I don't think actually it was the first year because Eric says that um, the Alpha Elite is what the school's known for, so. If they oh, were yeah. that, I don't think it would be their first year. Yeah, it's true. It's just, it's so crazy that it's this violent, this quick. Uh, and uh, yeah, nobody, I mean, there's just a bunch of these trainee kids standing around. 
like not one of them went home to their parents and like, yeah, this, uh, this is really weird. <laughs> this, this place is, I don't like this. What happened, honey? Well, my teacher like decked a couple of my friends and, like, <laughs> and I don't want to get hit. <laughs> so, uh, could you call the, well, maybe not call, calling the principal. He'll just deflect it and say, oh, it's not that bad. Right, there's probably a public face of like this organization that's like, hey, yeah, we, you know, we're teaching discipline. It's like probably like ROTC type thing, you know? Yeah. But in, in the kids are probably well, they're into it, like because most of these kids look like jocks. There's no um, mm-hmm. there's there's you know like nerdy or wimpy kids that are like don't hit me. <laughs> you know, they're, yeah. they're all they're all like they all look have them look like they're bodybuilders anyway. So <laughs> I know exactly Calvin Klein models. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, I so we have Mr. Miyagi pretending to be lost. And I love that Dugan has the look of bloodlust in his eyes. And he suddenly is like, oh, wait, I have to deal with like a normal old man, <laughs> like a doddering yeah. lost old man that just wandered out to the field. <laughs> um, and lost Dugan, t- well, he's, he's like, he's looking for his student and he's like in the middle of the athletic field. So, <laughs> and there's definitely no girl standing around. Not him. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Uh, uh, what is what do I oh uh yeah Miyagi it's so it's also weird that like like this personal policy he had at the beginning of the Karate Kid films of not getting involved like mm-hmm. this certainly seems as watered down by Daniel like his years with Daniel he's like all right I guess I'll get involved now and again I'm not really sure how long it's been since Karate Kid three you know I mean it's been like five years real time but. He got a taste for putting his nose in other people's business. Yeah. He plays <laughs> it off good. He's not coming to be confrontational, though. He's like, duh, where's my student? Oh, you're a teacher. Do you happen to know? But, I mean, I think he knows what he's doing. He's in there yeah. to, 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 like, basically distract. He's, he's just well, distracting. Miyagi always knows what he's doing. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's that's true. That's one of the things I don't like about him, actually. He needs a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> the time he didn't know what he was doing was when he's drunk. Because they don't know what they're yeah. doing when they're Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing, though. Is there a flaw to Mr. Miyagi? He uh, cares too much. He cares too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm too good uh, at, at karate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, leaving his town and uh, hurting the people all around him is is pretty. Yeah, that's all in the past, though. Uh, well, if there is a flaw, Julie pointed it out. She said he can't even speak English. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. So Miyagi makes sure Eric is okay. And Dugan tells his students to do some laps. And, uh, yeah, I was really, I was going back and forth at this one little moment. Like, does Eric just like get up and go, all right, I'm going to do some laps. Or does he like grab his ball and go home kind of thing? I, I couldn't see if he's actually a part of that huge crowd of people in gray and black. Hmm. But. And also, Jake, that uh, ran laps. I just assumed he ran laps with everybody. Yeah. I don't think he's quite ready to quit yet, you know? That's right. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, I like that Miyagi doesn't leave. He makes sure that the boy is okay. And then, yeah, Dugan looks like he can barely contain his temper when he he sees that Mr. Miyagi, after telling the kids to go take a lap, laps, uh, that Mr. Miyagi is just still standing there on his field. And so he's like taking shots at his hearing. He's saying, 
oh, there must be a problem with that old body of yours getting rickety. You don't move very fast. Um, which I love that little moment where Miyagi is smiling and he says, move fast enough. And then the smile drops and he's like, when necessary, which <laughs> <laughs> is like, Ooh, it's a, it's a little veiled threat there. Um, and Dugan even tries like towering over Miyagi to try to intimidate him. It's like, yeah, you're not as tall as crease you're or Terry Silver. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, we're good. Mm-hmm. Nobody's as tall as Terry Silver. It's true. <laughs> That's true. I, I will give the movie credit for not going the obvious route of uh, Dugan being ra- outright racist to him the way, yes. uh, you know, way it would have happened probably. Well, like it happened with the drunk rednecks in the first movie and, yeah. mm-hmm. there's, you know, use a few slurs in the third one. And yeah, um, yeah so, I mean, it, it was it would be very easy and still of the time if they if they did that and they didn't go there, which is good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Less of that, please, in movies. <laughs> uh, then Miyagi, this is, yeah, a, a great, great moment. Probably, I would love to put this little moment, even even though it's from The Next Karate Kid, I would love to put this in a reel of uh, Miyagi great moments uh, where he tells Dugan a, a very innocent-sounding story from his native country, uh, which, confuses, uh, which confuses Colonel Dugan about a bad-tempered bull living in a pasture, and it was it would chase children and women and farmers, and then they had a big festival and everybody was happy. It's just like, oh, it's because it became that bad bowl became good soup, <laughs> which is just so. Great. Is Mister Miyagi saying that Colonel Dugan is like the bull, and they're going to make him into soup? Yes, that's the only thing we can conclude. I mean, yeah, because he already Colonel Dugan already called himself a bull in the in the beginning of the seed he says i'm the bull this is the bull ring and so and then miyagi bull- came over and was like mm, tasty <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> i, I, I heard there's bull this. meat over here <laughs> there's a lot of bull something over here okay uh uh so yeah i i really think that the uh dugan just as he's telling the story like he like ironside just staring at him with the psychotic eyes like why am I entertaining this nonsense? Yeah, I still need to understand this story so this old man doesn't have one up on me. It's yeah. like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Uh, and it's just, it's such like an innocent little story. And then there's this twist at the end. It goes like gory, you know, <laughs> just like, and yeah. then we ate that ball. <laughs> Did you just threaten to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, also we have Pat Morita and Michael Ironside, two great actors facing off. Uh, in this moment, I just, I love it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got to say, I'm going to censor myself for Rose and of course, any of our other younger listeners, but this is a truly quote unquote, mess around and find out moment. And I, I absolutely love it. (laughs) (laughs) Dugan's reaction to after Mr. Miyagi told the story is priceless. (laughs) It's just like so confused. All the his face goes from one extreme to the other, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the best moments in this movie. In this in movie, the yeah, exactly. Franchise. <laughs> yes, yes. It's great. It's great. I would love that on a Miyagi reel. <laughs> so after Alpha practice, uh Eric jumps into his car and yeah, uh, I I did look in the book to make sure like Eric did not did join the boys running. So this is, this is literally after the practice. So, 
Uh, and he's surprised to find out that uh, Julie has been stalking him. So, and, uh, so this is some time after the the scene we just saw. Yeah, yeah. It's not. And Miyagi's just looking around for Julie, and she's avoiding him. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, that's that's definitely a huge question for this. Is just like Miyagi came there looking for Julie, and Julie is standing pretty close by in the bleachers. Um, and uh, so, did he see her there? Did he? I mean, I'm sure he would have walked up to talk to her or something. Uh, is he still looking around for Julie when Julie is? I guess she told him to go kick rocks. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So yet another person to say go to H. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so she asks, "Did you tell Dugan about the hawk?" And he's immediately like, "You stayed after school to ask me that?" It's like, well. Eric, you'll see, isn't exactly filling her with confidence in your character. So, yeah, <laughs> this is very important to her, dummy. Uh, so then Julie asks, t- tells Eric what will happen if Angel gets discovered. But Eric would rather talk about the hawk's gender. <laughs> How do you know it's a girl? Um, is it Angel I? a name Please. for boys and girls? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's a kid in my school named Angel, and he's a boy. Is it Angel or Angel? It's Angel. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like more common in like uh, Spanish names, but and of course, uh, if you want to hear me covering the entire series uh, of Angel, uh, go back in time and listen to Redemption Cast. Okay, uh, <laughs> certain, certain vampire, certain vampire. Yeah. yeah. Can I just Can I... ask a question here? <laughs> mm-hmm. A couple times we've heard the threat of the hawk being taken away. Can I just ask, what if the hawk gets taken away? Like, would it be taken to a shelter where it might get some experienced medical care? Like, <laughs> wouldn't it get fed normally, uh, kept yeah, in a yeah. proper cage? It's not like animal c- control just takes wild animals and immediately tosses them into the incinerator, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, well, yeah. Rose and I went to one of the local zoos over by the beach. It was a... Uh, um, not a zoo, but like where you get to see all the like the amphibians and uh, what is that called when you see fish and stuff? An aquarium. Aquarium. Yeah. They, they had a bald eagle there that its wings had to be clipped, or one of them had to be clipped so it could no longer fly. It got hit by a car. Oh. And so, but it, they gave it a proper habitat and it lives there and they let it hunt, you know, kind of, you know, they give them like, so it would have gone to like this nice, you know, like habitat. Not. <laughs> Some pigeon coop up on the top of the screen. <laughs> She's only worried about that because she would miss it. It's her only friend. Yeah. 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 He really is Hawk Holmes syndrome. I'm just going to keep pushing that. No. Stop trying to make it happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, all right. I'm just, I'm sketching a tattoo for myself. Just Hawk Holmes syndrome. How, I wrote that. How many times are people going to actually have to use that word? How many people hold birds hostage? <laughs> Aren't all birds that are kept inside held hostage? Come on. Yeah, true. They're kept in cages. But they're let, not all let hawks. your birds out. They're not all hawks. Going to hold That's a true. bird for ransom. <laughs> I want bird. I want. I want my bird. <laughs> Julie is frustrated. Eric keeps answering questions with questions. Eric is stubborn and just keeps enjoying the the game that he keeps playing. It's just like. <sighs> Like it's to me, it's pretty, you know, like he, he got a little bit of credit for how he handled the Dugan situation, but here he is back at like, like annoying Julie, like 
if you want to endear yourself to her, maybe tell her that you're not going to have her talk taken away. I mean, it's just it's common sense, kid. You you 35-year-old teenager. Uh, I, I don't know. It really feels like Mark Lee, our, our writer, uh, is a huge Taming of the Shrew fan and is trying his very best to emulate it. <laughs> Like, I'm just going to torture the heck out of this woman, this, this, this angry woman. So, uh, so she'll, she'll suddenly fall in love with me. Is that um, what I that's think about? he messes with her now and he's, um, doesn't say he's not going to do anything about the hawk, um, now. Cause it sets up that moment for later at the train yeah. station. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just taking the information I have now. I don't want to talk too far ahead, but yeah, I do that a lot. By the way, I always thought a shrew was a bird. <laughs> I thought I thought a shrew was a little uh, mammal, but it I know it's, I know it's also a, a, a word for you know uh, uh, ladies that men don't like. <laughs> yeah the the second definition for shrew is a woman with a violent temper. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, it is a small mouse with a long pointed nose and small eyes, and I saw some pictures of shrews and they are yeah horrifying uh <laughs> so, i mean so i've always said karate kid franchise is like its own shakespeare you know this is definitely I, another yeah. Shakespeare play <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the we heard dugan's sonnet about the enemy earlier um it's beautiful stuff um julie refuses to get out of eric's car so eric just drives off with her uh and they end up driving, and we get a, a music moment to talk about. The song that is blaring in the uh, Oldsmobile is by a band called Flesh for Lulu. <laughs> Flesh for Lulu. Uh, the song is called Mystic Trader. And it, again, just like M People, this is another British band. Uh, not very big. They were on the soundtracks for Uncle Buck, Some Kind of Wonderful, and uh, the Kiefer Sutherland, Dennis Hopper comedy Flashback. Yeah. So, yeah, not too much to say about them, uh, except, uh, you know, they tried to break big and, uh, it was, it was something I was, I read, I read a thing about them. It was like, they, they tried to break big and, uh, their first album flopped. And so they got signed by another studio and produced a second album. But on the cover of the album, he had two nuns making out. Uh, so the album ended up getting banned in like Europe and the U S <laughs> <laughs> at the time. So it was just like, well, I guess we'll make our situation even worse. We're definitely not going to get big. Uh, so they definitely didn't get big out, out of notoriety over the album cover. It just, it just got banned. So anyway, flesh for Lulu, look them up. Uh, yeah. Eric. No, <laughs> Eric talks about his, uh, his car, which uh, also gives us a uh, vehicle to note. Now, this is the, as Eric says, uh, Oldsmobile 442, uh, 1972, Oldsmobile 442 W30, to be exact. Um, and uh, there were three of these used in the movie. Uh, one was destroyed, which we'll see much later. Uh, and if you look at the entry in the IMCDB, the Internet Movie Car Database, uh, two people commented on the car saying that they own the other two. One was apparently restored and it has a spoiler on it and carted around all over the place and uh the other one is apparently in a garage gathering dust <laughs> oh. so they're, they're out there those are the best kind of cars the ones gathering what? dust dusty cars <laughs> yes. or ones with spoilers 
I like to go to car shows and Comic-Con shows and stuff. And they, you know, bring famous cars around. Like you'll see your Smokey and the Bandit, that kind of car, like a night ride. So Kit was at like my last Comic-Con and sometimes Batmobile, you know. We saw that, didn't we? Yep. Mystery Machine, all that stuff. But is anybody really clamoring for the car from Karate Kid? (laughs) I am. You know, no wonder it's sitting in the garage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. The one that's being that's being shown off and driven around, they already like altered. They added a spoiler to it. Uh, so it's yeah. There's nobody like going, "Oh my god, this this is Eric's car. He loves this car. It's it's uh you know, what do you, what do you, like it's it's not like it's just a car, right?" <laughs> and he goes to I this. Mean, technically, it is just a car. <laughs> right. It, it then the question. I, I love the idea that like he's like. He's now comparing it to real people. Like, does Michael Jordan just play basketball? Well, the answer is no. He he is a human person. He does other things. Wayne Gretzky, just a hockey player? No, I believe he's got many facets to his personality that are fun. And, uh, but this car, yeah, could just be a car, Eric. Uh, <laughs> it also makes Julian fries. <laughs> yeah. uh, is, that, is that Julie's full name? <laughs> Julianne. Julianne fries? Yes. Or is it freeze? <laughs> Shut up, Robin. Um, the kind of person who would say his car is his girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> I'm in love with my car. You name it Chris. Yeah, right. Then it might have a personality. <laughs> That's true. So I gotta ask a... it. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was gonna change it. It's gotta be a gas guzzler, right? <laughs> Probably. That thing nope. sounds like its engine oh, yeah. is yeah. And I, I love that Julie doesn't care at all about Eric's car. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's finally something to get under Eric's skin for once. <laughs> Is your car a hawk? Then no, then I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's Where a firebird. <laughs> <laughs> um, Energy there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I got to ask about uh, Julie's uh, top tied, oh, tied yeah. like it is like, I know 90s fashions are coming back. Uh, Rose, have you seen this around the school? This uh, this uh, shirt tied up so it reveals the belly? Uh, kids at school would get in trouble if they wore that, but they still do anyway. They, oh, I they mean, do do that. The shirt isn't tied, but they just wear short shirts. Oh, it's like not? That. Oh, you mean, yeah, okay. Nowadays, that's kids the, don't. That's the thing. Yeah, they're not t- tying them that way. Like, if you go to Target, like, all there's no there's no midsection anymore. They're all short. <laughs> Sure. Okay, because like, that that like the showing your midriff was a, like a very two thousands thing uh, when it was like the clothes are, are made that way. But yeah, the right, nine right. in the nineties it was like a show your midriff by by altering your clothes that you have. <laughs> but yeah, Matt, have you ever wanted to show your midriff? Uh, I mean, I will if people want me to. I know, right? <laughs> So uh, everybody, order your Karate Kid Minute calendar coming out later this year. It'll all be midriff shots of Matt. Yeah, <laughs> you need a YouTube channel, not just be audio. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, so as we're kind of getting towards the end of these four minutes, it turns out that Eric was driving to work, and his work is a security guard at a train yard. And uh, yeah, my first question is, uh, is he the only security? He doesn't seem to be, like, relieving anybody. He just kind of w- pulls up and puts his shirt on and goes and climbs on top of a train. It's like nobody yeah. else is here. 
Maybe he was the only person working that day. Yeah, but who who covers security during the school day? Um, I have no idea. How could he keep his eyes on all those trains? (laughs) There was a hawk on duty that suddenly disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We found out his grandfather used to be an engineer here. And uh, maybe it kind of sets up this idea that, you know, this is a happy place for Eric. He maybe used to be brought here by his grandpa. And now he's, he wants to work in the place that, you know, he used to love going to. Uh, he also says uh, he doesn't drive the trains. He, he just, he just chases rats, which uh, does he, do you think he literally chases rats or is rats like a euphemism for, <laughs> for, word he uses for people for to break people. in or something? Yeah. I think hobos. it's that. Yeah. It's probably both. It's hobos. Mm-hmm. Hobos. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, Bill Conti gives us, uh, the track train yard emotions, um, which is kind of like the soft tender thing. It, literally, I, I think it's pretty much the same as the Julian Eric meet, uh, medley that started up earlier. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just adding a little extra tenderness to the scene as we learn a little bit more about Eric and kind of gets, uh, cut off, um, after, uh. Eric invites her to uh, come to the top of the world uh, with him. Um, but yeah, I'm literally, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking of Mr. Miyagi just walking around the school going, Julie-san, Julie-san, where are you? But yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty sad that she did that to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get for making me go to school. All right, yeah. So I anything, anything else uh, for these minutes? Nope. Rose, do you have anything you wanted to say about anything that we can't comment on in the in the future minutes? No. Nope. What's your What's your favorite part of this movie? <laughs> um, spoiler. Uh, but when uh oh my gosh, I forgot her name. Julie uh fights Ned. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wait, I I don't have a reaction to that. I can't comment on that right now. But that's good. I like that. All right, so. <laughs> Now that Julie's jumping someone else's train, let's choo-choo choose to wrap this up for today. I wrote that down. Thank you so much for joining us, Rose. Uh, you as well, Brian. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for no, letting me crash me. And, and just hover in the background. <laughs> Thanks for having me, and I'll see you again when you talk about uh, Five Minutes at a Time, uh, the remake karate. Why do you want us to do this? Uh, oh. I, I'm trying to stay positive during this movie, and I'm looking forward to our guests really giving us that extra positivity. Uh, I can't imagine it's going to be a bloodbath in the <laughs> watch the remake. Maybe people would like to listen to that. I don't know. I consider it to be torture. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's we, why we, I want you to do it. Right. We might enjoy uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it. would be torture. Maybe if we do just do one episode, maybe I'll just like film myself watching the movie as a reaction video and just post it for the handful of people that would actually want to see that. Uh, and just the slow, like my face basically falling off the front of my head uh, reaction. Um, By the end but... of it, you'll be like drunk like Miyagi in the first one crying, you know, <laughs> falling asleep. Uh, but check it on. I don't get it. Jacket off. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Mr. Han. I do love Jackie Chan though. That's the only reason why I'd want to rewatch it is to see some more Jackie Chan, but um, especially the part where he beats up a bunch of 12 year olds. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us again, Rose. And and did you want to plug uh, your podcast? Uh, did can you read your dad's notes? Uh, barely. You made it a little better. <laughs> Hamilton shot by shot on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, and this you gotta you gotta really sell our audience on this. Like, what is Hamilton shot by shot, Rose? It's a podcast where we discuss the musical Hamilton one song at a time. That's basically what it is. There's nothing special. It's just just. That's not selling them when you tell them nothing special. It's the greatest oh, it's, podcast it's ever. It's like the most special move, er, podcast ever, so you have to. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, appreciate you being on. I always appreciate you listening to us, Rose. Uh, and uh, uh, thanks a lot for, for coming on this week. Um, yeah, and... thanks. Oh, God, please. <laughs> all, all I was saying was thanks for having me. Okay. I'm glad I got to do these last, what, I don't like math three movies yeah 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 i think yeah yeah, it's three awesome all right well let's wrap it up for this week matt okay okay and (laughs) (laughs) until next time that day bad bull become good soup delicious Mm, that was a tasty quote